everybody, welcome to episode 192, I think. Is it 192? That sounds about right, doesn't yep. it? Sounds right. Yeah, I don't know. That's what the notes say. 190-ish of Bite Me Podcast, that it, but I write the notes to Dylan, so... <laughs> nah. Anyway, you, you heard Dylan. Say hey, Dylan. Hey, Dylan. Hey, Dylan. And you saw... You did not hear Colby, but he's there, I promise. Hey, Dylan. Silently. The great we. There you go. Dylan doesn't have sleeves on today. This is like the most casual podcast we've recorded in a while. Running out of laundry. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, It's not really that it's that hot. It's just... It's that hot, Dylan. It is absolutely that hot. Do you have AC at your place? Yeah, I haven't turned it on yet. It's not that hot. It's absolutely that hot. It's hotter here, and I still have sleeves. I just sit down here and paint, so... Ugh. It's not really that hot. It's like hot. it's a, it's like probably close to a twenty degree difference between downstairs and upstairs. Yeah, that's so, fair. Probably is about ten dollars, ten ten degrees in the middle and ten degrees up above. That's, that's fair. So that's fair. on Monday we went into an apartment, um, and uh, their sink had been overflowing all night. Oh no! Cool. They're on probably vacation, so they had set their thermostat to not turn on. So it was eighty five degrees in the apartment with water all night which made it pretty much a sauna that was oh that was fun leak down into their neighbors uh no they were on the bottom floor it leaked out into the parking garage but also out into the hallway so that was pretty cool well i mean i guess it could have been worse i guess oddly it didn't really do much damage like um it followed like a pathway out to the hallway so it didn't get any of their electronics and stuff they had a computer sitting on the floor that was fine so oh they got lucky yep. yeah that's it's not good but i'm saying it could be worse it could be 85 degrees in your house 85 degrees and, and like 100 percent humidity so <laughs> that is true that is true i will thank goodness for small favors um although i'll be honest when i go to bed tonight and it's like 79 inside my house i will not that's that's how it always thankful. is at my house like literally my i when i wake up in the morning it's almost always 80 degrees in my room oh that's terrible it is can't fix it yeah Ugh. At least we can like it cools down at night. Like it's I can get it down to like sixty eight at night. But all the windows are open. <laughs> yeah, gets down to like seventy six at night here. So you know. Ooh, terrible, cool, terrible, man. All right. Uh, anyways, besides the weather, um, welcome to <laughs> Weathercast. About, yeah, we're going to talk about video games. Uh, we're going to talk about what we've been playing. Uh, the Halo Infinite beta may not be a thing, which I uh, like. What, I'm going to offer some conspiracy on that. Uh, if you have not played your PSP in a while, like it's just tucked away in a drawer somewhere, you might want to go check on it. Um, just, just, just in case. I don't have a cord. Um, I can't. No, that's not what you're going to check on. Um, there was some surprise Cuphead yesterday. Um, thank God they are going to make Ghost of Tsushima easier, which is always welcome, if you ask me. Uh, the Analog Pocket, which is one of those cool, like super high-tech, really well-made um, Game Boy emulators, has a 2021 release date. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five players finally destroyed every nuke, which this is, a, this is kind of a fun story. This has been something that's been kind of flowing around for a while. I think it's kind of cool. And Contra, like you remember Contra, Cole, right? I do. They're getting a board game. Makes because sense. W- when I think about video games that translate to board games really well, it's Contra. Uh, we Contra! Got <laughs> yeah. We got... <laughs> We got questions from Vinny, Mr. Polite, Princess Megan, Charisma Icon. I like that name. Call Me Handsome and Princess Man Socks, Cheap Free Games. There's all sorts of stuff going on. It's going to be a good week. All right. Uh, first up, let's start with what we've been playing. Dylan, tell me about Keyforge. Um, Contra. I was, I was just imagining. So 
they were in a meeting and like the guy was trying to explain a game to someone earlier and couldn't remember what it was called and he's sitting in this meeting and they're like well we want to adapt an older game or like this we want to make a board game or something and then he remembered the conversation he had with this person and finally the word contra came to his mind and he just blurted it out and then it went from there. That's I've been in that happened. meeting before, Dylan. Yeah. It makes sense. It like, actually what? makes sense. Contra, that's a great idea. And <laughs> like, was, well, uh, that's not what I meant. But. I will be honest. It actually looks kind of fun, um, although like maybe more complicated than it needs to be. I don't know. We'll talk about it in a minute. Tell me about Keyforge, a game that is probably also more complicated than it needs to be. Um, See? Maybe? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the... The whole premise of it is inherently kind of complicated. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, to speak of a non-video game, I've spoke of Keyforge on this podcast before because I was very excited when it came out, and they just released their fourth set of cards. And if you are not familiar with Keyforge or do not remember me talking about it before, it is the unique deck game. I'm going to say that again, unique, because I think I said something else. Um, unique deck game by Richard Garfield, where new, no new no new two decks are the same um so every deck you purchase for this game which is basically a ten dollar price point um you can find them a little more affordable maybe if you buy in bulk um on amazon or something you might get a box for cheaper get a dozen decks or whatever get a starter set um but every deck you buy is a 24 36 card deck i think 36 12 of each house um, three of seven houses are randomly selected and 12 cards of that house are randomly put into your deck. It could be all the same card. You could have 12 kits of the same card because that's how randomness works. Um, but the point is no two decks are will ever be the same. There are billions of different possible combinations, none of them being the same. So do you play with a set deck then? Yes, you don't build decks, which is kind of cool for people who might like a game like Magic the Gathering or something, but really they kind of lose it on the, I have to build this deck and I have to keep up with a meta and I have to invest money. Because in reality, in keyboards, you can spend $10 once and play with that deck forever. Now it might be kind of underpowered because that's how randomness works, right? Um, but it might be completely overpowered too. Um, there's actually mechanics built into the game that help alleviate that. So if you do play like organized play, your wins and losses can be tracked and you get acquire what are called chains. So if your deck is really, really powerful, you will have more chains and it basically puts you at a slight disadvantage against a deck that doesn't have that. So it's like, what do they call that in golf? Um, your handicap? Um, yeah, your handicap. So it, it kind of has that, but for casual play probably doesn't matter most much however um when this game first came out me and my buddy sat down and we cracked open a whole box of decks and just like played them against each other and there was obvious power level differences but again for casual play probably not interfering you could always just swap decks with someone too if and, and see how that goes um so what's to prevent you from deck building you could there okay. but you can't do that in any sort of organized play sure unless they made some weird free-for-all organized play so when they type. when they organize play do they give you a new deck um no okay. um but when but if you keep playing with the same deck you will that's how they track chains and stuff um i'm sure there are organized play events i'm not sure because i'm not a keyforge organized player but um i very much could imagine a 
a game where you get a brand new deck at the tournament. Wouldn't that be like, interesting? That, that would probably, I mean, it probably would exist at, I mean, whatever. I think probably a lot of this is happening at the local store level. Yeah. So they could do that and they might want to incentivize doing that. So they sell new decks because again, they have to put out new sets to make money because there's no really secondary market on the cards, yeah. which again is, that's a bonus for any casual player, which has really enticed some of my friends who really like card games, but don't, don't want to put together that multi hundred dollar magic deck or whatever. Yeah, and the, sounds... the game still has a lot of fun to it. I mean, it's made by the same guy that made magic. So like, it's a strong card game. Um, the art's really neat. It's kind of this, it's set on this world where there's just an insane amount of diversity. So the idea is that anything you could imagine in that universe probably exists, which it's kind of like the whole kitchen sink, everything and the kitchen sink sort of, sort of planet or universe where there's robots and dinosaurs and, and each of the different houses kind of encompasses that new theme. And each of one of those things will have, will kind of play differently and have um, different abilities, different synergies. Um, so that's kind of, it's kind of a game of discovery, I guess, just because there's so much there. Um, this new set's kind of cool too, because it, it adds some new, it's called mass mutation. So it, it adds a, uh, like a mechanic it's called enhance so if a card is randomly placed in your deck with the ability enhance it actually enhances the cards in your deck when they're printed so they will have an additional ability printed on the card because a card was randomly put into that deck by chance that's cool Um, so it's kind of augmented ahead of time so it'll just tell you on the card with the enhance and say like the cards in your deck were changed and if you look at the other cards in the deck like if you had those same cards in a different deck they would actually be a slightly different card but now they do like an additional point of damage when you play them kind of thing that's so really it's kind cool. of it's pretty neat like how how i don't how it's even logistically possible to do to do a game like this um is pretty pretty wild yeah um but i really really enjoy it um and recommend it to any anybody who might have a friend that would want to just try a card game because go spend twenty dollars for the starter set the rules PDF is like online. They'll have quick play rules in the box and the starter set will come with like two decks and That's all cool. the necessary tokens to play the game. Cause the idea is you collect Amber, you turn that Amber into a key, you forge a key, you forge three keys, you win the game. Interesting. Um, so anyways, That's I cool. Key forge. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, I might pick up a starter deck. That, that sounds like it'd be fun to play yeah. with my kid. Like, Oh, I'd, you'd love it. Yeah. I'm magic sure. always has been a bit of a turnoff just because like you're saying it's, it's, it's expensive. Right, um, but and this uh, has enough strategy and like synergizing without having to ever worry about deck building, which is a whole different type of thing. You can buy a starter deck at Magic and have fun with it, but then like if you ever want to go bigger, it's like a huge, huge thing to dive into. Yeah, so. that sounds fun. Cool. I'm I'm glad you talked about that. That sounds cool. Uh, what do you want to talk about, Cole? Video games. Cool. Which one specifically? Uh, I'll start with Carrion. Carry on. God, that game looks cool. Carrion. 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 Uh, you're, you're not carrying on your wayward son. You're I might be. eating dead things. You might be. It yeah. is pretty darn awesome. Um, I've put probably two hours into it, I would guess. You're halfway done. Halfway done. Um, mostly, it also really makes me want like a spider game. 
because the yeah. way you move in that game is really awesome and for some reason reminds me of a spider. Uh, yeah, you're like a giant yeah. meat blob. Yeah, with tentacles and... Tentacles? Teeth and, I don't know, kind of like a jank Cronenberg thing. I don't know. Yeah, it's neat. It's, it's, it's like a mushier version of that last of Inside. <laughs> yeah, it really does yeah. feel a lot like Inside, like that part. Yeah. Um, it's real fun though, um, especially for free on Game Pass. Yeah, uh, your uh, your blob trying to get out of a uh, like a lab lab. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, people and you eat the people to get health. And there's like uh, I won't say it's like a Metroidvania because it's not because it just there's shared no map. Well, yeah, there's no map and stuff like that. But you know, you get different powers i guess meet abilities and you'll kind of go back to other places that you can now open up because of that um it's real fun i i would suggest it yeah it's gotten really good reviews and like i said it's only like four or five hours long yeah. um, and it is free on game pass it's a uh, devolver game looks real fun yeah and then i've been playing a bunch of forager um which is like i don't know kind of uh, uh stardew valley ish game yeah. um and it's it's kind of interesting well it's like a, it's it's stardew valley except that so you start off on like a main island with maybe four other islands that you can go to sure. and you're trying to earn money so you can buy other islands around your island so you can go explore those and so you're, you know, building and farming and building and selling. And it's got like a, like a, uh, oh, what are those called? Like the trees that you can put points into. Skill trees. Um, sure. That, you know, you're also, because you gain levels. And so, you know, you can put things into like, oh, I want to be able to make like a power plant. So you can put... Uh, skill points into that and stuff but you're basically trying to open up because there's also dungeons that you have to go in and fight so you can sure. find those on the map it's real interesting um it's like do you played stardew valley right a little bit not a ton, and i was like two or three hours I, I think i talked to you about that where you'd run into the problem where you're like oh i cut down all my trees and now i'm yep. screwed because i don't have wood because i sold it for money because i was dumb you will not have that problem in this game. Um, <laughs> like, you walk away from the islands for, like, five minutes, and you come back, and it's like, oh, wow, I can barely walk on this island because it is just filled with trees and minerals and all sorts of stuff. Um, it's to the point where it's almost a little annoying sometimes. <laughs> like, I have too many resources. Like, literally, there's this... Uh, one of my islands I opened up has this guy who's... At, he would, you know, like, bring me three of these things or whatever... And uh, I went to talk to him, and I'm like, I know he's in there, but I'm going to have to just, like, bomb this island to blow up all of the resources to get to him. <laughs> because I can't even, like, see him. He's just, you know, like, uh, there's animals, there's, you know, cows and chickens and stuff in the game. They're all just sure. stuck because there's just things surrounding them. It's, uh, you That's will not hilarious. run into the problem of, like, not having any, you know, trees. That's super fun. But uh, it's 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 really fun. Um and uh I've spent most of my time playing that. It's about apparently it's I, about a fifteen hour game. 
That's not bad. No. What? Uh, so, like, I will admit that the thing that kind of turned me off initially about it was the graphics are kind of. I think the thing is, like, I think Stardew has kind of charming mm-hmm. graphics, and this had what looked like very basic graphics. Is that wrong? Like, I'm just going off screenshots. It, to me, it reminds me of Minute if Minute had color. Oh, interesting. I guess that's not bad, though. Yeah. That's really what right. it reminds me of. It's it's not like 8-bit or 16-bit. It just kind of reminds me of Minute if Minute was colorized. Yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of flat. Yeah. It's not... Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah, no, that's one. That's a Game Pass game as well, it right? It is. Cool. I don't game buy passes. games anymore. I don't either, man. I really don't. I mean, occasionally, but if you... I, I Let's see. I'm going to talk about... I'll talk about that in news. Um, but yeah, Game Pass, man. That's the way to go. Um, I'm going to talk about Fall Guys briefly. It is not out yet, so... Maybe I'll talk about it more when it actually comes out. It comes out August fourth. It's going to be twenty bucks when it comes out. It's a we we just finished recording our uh, games coming out in August episode. I guess if you want more information on it, I'd listen to that. I mean, it's like fifteen minutes. You can get more information there. But it's like a it's a it's a battle royale game, sort of. I guess like maybe a mix of like a battle royale game and a game show. Um, you start out with 60 other people, and on the first level, you'll run a course. And that course is just going to be like an obstacle course. There's going to be um, spinny things that try and spin you off of them. There's going to be spinning rods you have to jump over, and if you hit them, they'll fling you off. There's going to be like things you can fall through. There's going to be giant propellers that try and knock you away. And, and your goal in the first level is to beat... 44 other people to be in the top 45 because that's how many people are going to go into the second level. And if you lose, that's fine. You just start over. Um, and then the second level is going to be also probably kind of a bigger obstacle course, um, but it's going to be different than the first one you played. And that's going to get the total number of the game down to, say, 30-ish. And then you'll play another level to knock that down to... 30 people but these levels are getting smaller and smaller like the third level often is like a team-based challenge one where you you know there's a bunch of eggs and whichever team gets the most eggs you know um the top two teams go on and they kick the third team or it's gonna be a soccer game where you know whoever scores the most goals um goes on and they kick the the last place team that kind of thing and then you'll have another one that gets it down to like i'm gonna say like 12 maybe people um, and then the final round will be, I've only gotten to the final round like three times and one time it was just like a race. It was who could get to the end the fastest and it was a small obstacle course. And then one was, um, I'm sure you've played this game somewhere else where you're on a, a platform and every time you walk over one of the, the pieces of the platform, it falls through and then there'll be another platform under that, another platform over that. This one has probably eight levels and the last person to fall through wins. Um, and then that's like, you know, winning your chicken dinner and you're the, you're the first place winner. And I've played it for probably, I live streamed it all weekend. Um, probably played three and a half hours of it and I got second once and I got in like the top five, I think probably both times I played. Um, like, so I've been, like I said, I've been to the, the last level three times. I took second or third once and in the top five, probably both those times. Um, it is a game that like practice helps. Like the first, probably the first 10 times we played, I don't think we actually got through the first round. And now I get through the first round almost every time. Um, and I probably get to the like fourth or f- third or fourth round, probably 70% of the time. Now you start to learn the levels. Um, 
but it's a lot of fun. You can play up to four players um, multiplayer, um, which is kind of weird because you're not really on teams unless you're playing one of the team-based games. You just happen to be playing in the same game. You'll just play with the same four people. And if they get eliminated, like, they just have to wait for you to lose. But you can do, like, you know, you can watch them play and that kind of thing. So it's, uh, like I said, it's really fun. It kind of, I don't want to say it came out of nowhere, but it kind of did. Except then they dropped, like, I don't know, 10,000 keys to streamers. I mean, like, I'll be honest. Like, if I can get a key, like, anybody can get a key. And they sent me, like, 10 or 12 of them. So I gave them to a bunch of people. And I think that happened a lot. So um, they're going to do a beta, another beta weekend this weekend. Um, and they're also sending out a bunch more keys. So it's a possibility if you want to play it. I think I have a couple left. I just gave away another two. But I think I still have a few left. So if you hit me up, um, I can probably hook one or two people up it's oh, i only have pc keys it's going to be a pc and playstation 4 game um it's cool it's really cool i've really enjoyed it um the good news is i guess this is like like you know giving away part of what we're going to talk about later but it is going to be a ps plus game in august so you'll be able to get it for free on ps plus for the playstation so good game um i also played grounded the new um honey i shrunk the kids simulator from obsidian um it's a game pass game came out yesterday and it's great it is it's a survival game so it's like um like a combination of like Minecraft and Ark, except you're tiny, and so you know you've got to go around and you've got to you know get a pebble and attach that to a stick, and that makes an axe, and then you use that axe to cut down giant like blades of grass, and you take those blades of grass and you make them into a hut, and you know so on and so forth. It's it's that kind of game where you're gathering resources and building things, but it also has kind of a an interesting quest mode that you're actually doing different quests to try and get further in the game. It's 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 short right now. It's an early access title. Uh, I was actually surprised at how f the quests don't go very deep. Like we got to the I think what the end of the like kind of major quest was in the first hour and a half, maybe hour. Um, but it's cool. I played it uh, online with my son Carter and uh, Eddie, who I think this week what's Eddie's what's Eddie's username this week? Call me handsome. So he played with us. It was good. I had a lot of fun. And then unfortunately, it's hot enough in my office that my the game is the game's early access, and you can tell um, it runs like it's it's not optimized very well, so it runs really hot. Um, and it was running hot enough that it actually was shutting down my computer um, because it's so hot in my office um, because of the time of year it is. So it, we played until my computer wouldn't stay on anymore, <laughs> and then we, we stopped. But it's also on the Xbox, so you can play it PC or Xbox. Um, and it does have cross-play, so Carter was on an Xbox, I was on a PC, and Eddie was on an Xbox, and we were able to all play together, so that's cool. Um, definitely Definitely a cool game that I think is going to be a lot of fun. Just kind of just kind of keep an eye out for that. But uh, it's like I said, it's free on Game Pass, so you don't have anything really to lose. Um, and then the other thing I did this weekend is I downloaded so uh, the summer Xbox Summer Fest game demo thing was last week, and I downloaded like fifty game demos and thought I would actually be able to play all of them and instead I downloaded 50 game demos that are now on my Xbox and I have to delete all of them because they no longer work and I played <laughs> like mm, I, I played more than I thought I would I probably actually played 15 or 20 so I, I got I got quite a ways into it um, I'll just go over a couple that were standouts um, I played one called the ambassador fractured timelines it's coming out really soon like I think it's coming out on the X the switch um, like August 12th so that one's 
soon. It's a uh, it's a roguelike with like a really chunky pixel aesthetic. Um, it has this cool like time freezing ability where you can not freeze time but really slow it down and a bunch of really cool weapons that I really enjoyed so that was that was cool um, the ambassador fractured timelines Solaroids prologue um, do you guys remember maybe you don't Dylan did you ever play asteroids like the old like super old like 1980s asteroids like maybe on an old arcade it's that but with like super high res graphics and it's really fast and it was that was a, a cool one I think that's actually out on PC already. Um, you know, I played one called The Veil, and I wish I'd had more time to play it, but it's a game that you have to play wearing headphones, um, and you have to play with, like, I was talking to Colby as I was playing these, and so it didn't work, because you actually play as a blind person, um, and there are no graphics really in the game, um, you have to use audio to figure out where you're going, um, but so you have to kind of play it in a quiet room by yourself. Um, so I didn't get a lot of chance to play it, but that one seemed like it had some really cool ideas about what a game could be. Um, a game called Ponpu, which is there's a there's a single player component to it and a, a multiplayer compa- component to it. The multiplayer I think is going to be kind of like um, Bomberman. You're a duck and you lay explosive eggs and then like blip them at people to explode. Um, and the single player is just based around that kind of concept too. It, there's a, like some puzzles, but it's got this really cool, like hand-drawn kind of aesthetic and there's almost no colors in the game. It's all very like browns and solid outlines. But like I played as this really dopey duck who had like one bright yellow or bright orange eye and his like tongue was always hanging out. So really cool look to that game. Um, Caves in the Wild Wasks is a really cool like 16-bit platformer. Um, except you're a rabbit, which mm, introduces some interesting things because you can like use your ears to like helicopter down from places or use your ears to grab like um, ropes to climb across stuff. So that was that was a cool one. Um, Cake Bash is a uh, like I keep saying like man this would be a great extra life game, but I don't know if extra life is gonna like be a thing this year. <laughs> um, I guess we'll have to see how the how the Rona is doing, but it's a just a full of mini games. Except you you play as like pastries. So like one of the mini games that I played, like you know, like someone will be a cupcake and someone will be a donut and someone will be like a cheesecake, and you had to go around picking up um, like candy and stuffing it in your frosting, and whoever had the most like gummy bears stuffed in their frosting at the end was the winner but like you'll pick up suckers and just like like slam some of the sucker and like all the candy will go flying off it was cool i like that a lot um bite the bullet was a really weird game it's a like kind of a contra style game i guess set in the future where um a corporation has like everything's gone wrong and there's a corporation that's trying to gather DNA samples to do something horrible with and people have evolved to be able to eat anything and so like the entire idea of the game is that you kill the bad guys and then eat them um, and then based on like the fat content or the protein content of the bad guys you're eating you'll get different um, like power so if you eat something that is like full of fat you'll get big and like be more impervious to damage but if you eat stuff with a lot of protein you'll have more energy and you can jump higher it's like it's an interesting idea but it was it was kind of weird um not bad i guess um armed and gelatinous is another cool game that would have made a great extra life game where you play as these like giant jelly blobs and there's power-ups all over and and each of those power-up becomes a gun i think you played this with us at 
packs, maybe, Dylan. And you pick up the guns and they just like embed in your jelliness. And eventually, the whoever's winning will be this humongous, really slow-moving blob with like 50 guns just embedded in him. And they're shooting everywhere. And, but then if you kill that guy, like if one of the lesser blobs, you're able to kill him, he blows up and just shoots gun everywhere. And so everyone else who's playing like makes this mad scramble to try and become the giant jelly blob full of guns. It's it's really unique and a lot of fun. There's also a soccer mode to it, which is kind of strange, but that's a fun one. Um, Freshly Frosted is a donut factory puzzle game where, you know, like there's an oven making donuts and you have to figure out a path to take them past like the sprinkle station and the frosting station and the whipped cream station and the like cherry station and then out to the deliver. Um, and it gets, it starts out very easy and it gets extraordinarily complicated very fast, but I like donut, like just donuts in general. So a game about donuts is great. Uh, let's see. That was what I played on Saturday. And then I did not play nearly as much on Sunday. At least I didn't play anything spectacular on Sunday. Um, I played a game called Yestermorrow, which was a really interesting, like, role-playing game that was a 2D platformer that, like, kind of the conceit of the game is that you play the same girl on two different timelines. So you play her when she's a young kid, like, say... 10 but you also play her as like a 16 17 year old and you travel back and forwards in time um but it's gorgeous just beautiful game that was a lot of fun probably one of the best games i played was called welcome to elk it looks like it was going to be like a a adventure game it's set in this weird little fictional island that uh, like everybody knows each other super small like whaling town kind of feel to it really cool hand-drawn graphics super funny um that one i think is one i'm really going to enjoy uh what else did i play so I played a game called Tribble Trouble, and it's not good. It's not good at all. It feels like just a terrible mobile game. But I load it up. I'm like, they're like, like tribbles, like in Star Trek. I'm like, how do they not get sued? And then it's actually a game licensed by CBS where you play as a tribble, and it's bad. It's real bad. Um, I, I normally wouldn't talk about that, but it's it's real bad. But you do get to play as a Tribble, so I guess that's cool. I also played a game called Tesla Force, where you actually play as Nikolai Tesla fighting, like, Lovecraftian monsters in a twin-stick shooter, which was interesting. Like, not great, but interesting. Um, I like that a lot. Um, Unspottable was a really cool party game. Again, like, it would have been a great Extra Life game, where you, like, me and Carter played it together, and you load into a room and everybody looks identical and so there's probably 20 guys in the room and then you and whoever you're playing with and the goal is to go up and punch the person that is the other player so you have to try and find the other person while trying to look like a a bot Um, but if you punch the wrong thing, it reveals who you are for a second. So you have to be really careful who you punch because they'll see you, but you also have to be really careful not to walk too much like a person and not like how the other bots are walking. So you have to do a lot of repetitive, like back and forth moving. It was, it was really cool. I actually liked that one a lot. So those are the demos I played this weekend. Um, I tweeted a bunch of them out. So if you, there was something you'd heard but you don't remember what i was saying i tweeted a bunch of them i'll probably tweet the rest of them if i get a second today or tomorrow so that is that dylan news thank you first bit of news if you did not watch the xbox um xbox did a huge 
like hour long presentation um, the day after we recorded our podcast last week. If you did not see that, um, and we're not going to actually talk about it this week because Vinny and I uh, did a joint Bite Me podcast, VIP podcast, where we went over the entire hour's worth of game and talked about Halo Infinite a bunch and talked about just kind of our general impression of a bunch of other things. Um, I would say quickly, the overall, I think, community takeaway from that was that Xbox didn't do a very good job. Um, people were kind of under-impressed with Halo Infinite, even though I thought it looked great. I think people were really expecting Halo Infinite to be just, like, stunningly grungy, realistic, you know, whatever, and instead it looks a ton like a gorgeous version of Halo 1. They went with a very, like, kind of flat aesthetic that I thought looked really cool, but I, I guess it wasn't what people wanted because people always want everything, I guess. Um, but then they revealed a bunch of games, and I think people were really disappointed that it wasn't, like, a ton of huge games, but what people didn't realize is they announced like i don't know 23 games and every single one of them is going to be free on game pass um and a ton of them look amazing and they're super varied in the kind of game they are so i I think again like game pass is an absolute game changer that i think people are maybe sleeping on a little bit i think it's going to be the the defining characteristic of the next generation i don't think systems are going to matter i actually i tweeted a uh a tweet the other day that said something like Sony is winning a console war that nobody else is fighting. And I think that that was very indicative of of what everybody's next-gen thoughts are. So anyway, first off, we're going to talk about Halo Infinite. Um, like I said, people were mm, sort of impressed by it. Um, originally, there was a plan to do a public um, flight of it where you'd be able to have a closed beta. People would be able to play it so on and so forth. Those are generally speaking closed where you sign an NDA to be able to play them. Um, but citing unprecedented challenges, like maybe you've heard about this global pandemic we're uh, in right now. Wait, what? They aren't. Yeah, I know it's new, huh? <laughs> um, they're not 100% sure if it's going to happen or not. The head of uh, the studio, Chris Lee, said that with Halo Infinite, we are also committed to building a game in partnership with our community. But given the unprecedented challenge of this year, we're not quite where we expect to be in terms of broader public flighting. Well, not the full program we had program we had envisioned we've been working very closely with the community on nearly every facet of the project so um obviously this could 100 percent be just they're not as far along as they thought they'd be um it's hard to organize things like giant beta tests in a pandemic um, i would guess they're actually just slightly behind and they need to get this game out as a launch title um but this announcement did come after the play, the Xbox showcase last week and I there have been a lot of games lately that have been kind of ruined by public betas that the the public um, talk about things like Mass Effect Andromeda um, like Anthem um, probably other games as well has led to them not doing very well. Um, And I kind of wonder if not doing a public beta or a private beta of Halo Infinite is an attempt to make it so that the first time people see this game is when it releases. Um, Do you think that's paranoid? I don't know. I think that game... I think it's a reasonable thing to be concerned about, but... Whether it's that or the other thing. Yeah, both are very plausible. 
Yeah. I think Halo's big enough that they don't have to worry about that as much. Um, I mean, Halo 4 and Halo 5, though, were yeah, not Yeah, that's well a good received. point. They weren't. Um, I don't know. What was kind of interesting that I think kind of relates to this is Apex Legends. Yep. How EA was just like, here it is. You know, do yeah. nothing about it. And so people weren't going in it with expectations of something. Yeah. And I wonder if you're going to see more of that with video games. Yeah, I, I think that there have been enough games lately that have lived and died on a very initial impression. Um, they live and die on memes and GIFs yep. and stuff. I wonder if they're going to have to rethink a lot of industries with how social media works. Yep, I agree. Um, I, I don't know. I thought Halo Infinite looked cool. I have the last Halo game I played was Halo One, so I'm probably not a good <laughs> judge of. I did download Halo Three the other day. I, apparently, it's only Halo Three. Like, the campaign's only like four or five hours, um, so I think I'm gonna actually play that through that in the next little bit. But I thought it looked fun. It's got a cool grappling hook now that looks like a kind of a cool mechanic. Um, I think the thing about the, the thing that I talked to Vinny about is Halo. I think people expected Destiny. I think they really thought it was going to be Destiny, but like Halo's kind of a goofy game. Like they have all those stupid little like aliens who talk like they're on helium, and <laughs> they're kind of dorky, and they've never really evolved past that. And so, like Halo is not. It's not. Destiny. It's it's not as serious. I mean, like the plot of of Halo is serious. Like, I mean, it is dealing with you know the you know mankind's continued existence in a in a universe, but it's not. It's never been like a deep, dark, gritty game as far as I am concerned. It's pretty par for the course for yeah. a science fiction. Yeah, survival in the universe type yeah story but i i you know i think it, i don't know i thought it looked fine it's you know people are people are real hung up on it microsoft announced that it's like you're seeing almost a year old version of it um we'll see it's fine like it's a game i will play for free on game pass it's absolutely a game i will play for free on game pass so uh so cole you have a psp right i do have you checked up on it lately i have not so if you are like Colby and you have a PSP, but you have not checked in to see how is the is the right way to say a PSP? Is it just a psp? like is it, is it the same noise you'd make to attract a cat? Yep. Psp. Yeah. Um, if you haven't checked up on it lately, you might you might just want to open it up because um, the same thing is happening to PSPs that um, happens to a lot of cell phones. Like have you ever had some laptop computers actually too? Have you ever? Have you ever had a trackpad on a laptop that just stopped working? It happened a lot at, at uh, where Dylan works and I used to work, where all of a sudden the trackpads just stopped being as clicky as they used to be. And you're like, well, that's super strange until you realize what's happening is the battery inside of them is swelling. And uh, it's making it's pushing up on the trackpad so the trackpad can't push down anymore. It's not great. And that's um, what is happening to a lot of the PSPs, specifically the slim models. It just is unfortunately a kind of side effect of what lithium batteries do over time. <laughs> so if you haven't checked up on your PSP, you might want to make sure that it's not being all 
pushy and puffy on the battery and, you know, not leaking battery acid all over your closet. Like, just something to think about. Should I go check that and we can do it live on the podcast? Um, maybe, like, as an after show. Like, we'll do that after Dylan says, bite me. It'll be good. Is it, like, in the room you're in? It's just behind me in the Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll save that for the end. It'll be great. Um, all right. Cuphead. Surprise! Um... Cuphead's an interesting game. It was originally released on the Xbox. I think it was actually like an Xbox exclusive. Xbox put some money into it, and then they uh, pushed it out to the Switch. It's been there for a while. And then yesterday, uh, they just... I mean, it was the day before yesterday. Probably it was actually probably Tuesday. That would make more sense. Um, which actually was yesterday, because today's Wednesday. I don't, I don't know how time <laughs> works anymore, Dylan. They were just like, hey, cool. It's all a lot. Have a, have a Cuphead. And it came out on the PlayStation 4. Um, it's 20 bucks. You can buy it right now. Uh, the MDHR, which is the company that made it, co-founder Chad Moldenhauer said to all the impassioned PlayStation fans who sent us messages over the years, we're so excited for you to get a chance to experience Cuphead firsthand. We're also hugely thankful to the wonderful team at Xbox who continue to empower us to bring our game and our story to new audiences. Um, in addition to it being available on the PS4 right now, the Xbox version is going to get an update that will add a digital art gallery, behind-the-scenes commentary features, and a playable soundtrack to the game. Um, they don't have a date for that. They also do not have a date yet for the um, promised DLC for that game, but apparently it is still coming. So if you've never been able to play Cuphead on the PlayStation, or I'm sorry, on uh, the Switch or the Xbox, you can get it now on the PlayStation. Give it a go. If Have you played it? Have either of you played no. it? Yeah. Is it as hard as they say it is, Dylan? It's a tough game yeah. for sure. Looks um, fun, even on the even on the like the I think it's a regular and hard difficulty or something. It's it's pretty. It's, it's a challenging pretty tough game. Yeah, looks um, fun. It's uh, a lot of it, it's uh, pretty boss fight centric, as I recall. Yeah, well, it was Which originally supposed to just be a boss rush game. Yep, it was all going to be bosses, and then they added kind of a kind of a. I, I always thought the I, I've only played it at like packs kind of things, and the, I always thought the platforming felt a little. Um, bolted on, but maybe the final game is better. So I, I should not speak of such things. I would not say such things if I were you. Uh, all right, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Have you guys been like following this game at all? Yes, I watched Vinny play it a little bit. It's gorgeous. Like I, it is so stunning. It's just absolutely incredible. Yeah, I watched Vinny play it a little bit. Um, I watched um, a couple other folks play it a little bit, and it's, uh, it's. It's great. I've been I've been very impressed by it, um, but it's a game that I am was not going to ever buy because it's kind of one of those not I don't think it's a Souls like exactly, but it's it's difficult. It's uh, definitely one of those games where you are going to be attacking and then blocking and attacking and blocking. I'm not great at that. Is kind it Souls like or is it more Assassin's Creed like? Uh, more Assassin's okay. Creed like, I believe. Um, where it's just, it's going to have that like parry, 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 attack, parry, parry, yeah. parry, attack kind of type of combat, which I'm just, I'm not very good at. I'm not a huge fan yeah. of. Um, but in a patch that came out, let's see, today's the 29th, I think. So it came out Monday, I guess. Um, they added two new modes. One is what they call a lethal difficulty mode, and it actually made it harder. 
um, which is the opposite of what I want to happen in any video game. But they also <laughs> added a uh, a new lower intensity mode, which is made, uh, according to them, to maintain the heart and feel of Ghost of Tsushima combat while relaxing several timing-specific events. Combat is less intense, giving you more time to react, stealth settings are more forgiving, and enemies take longer to detect you, which sounds like it's exactly my jam. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. They, uh, I, I like when games get made easier. Um, and that game just looks stunning. It's just a bummer that it's still on the PlayStation because I just, I'm just not. I'm just, I just don't want to. Just don't want to. I just don't want to. I, I have you know, so I got a Xbox Elite Two controller about four months ago, and I don't want to use any controller about but that one ever, just ever. Like even original Xbox controllers, like they're fine, but the Elite just, it's just a little bit more than fine, and I yeah. like it a lot. So. I maybe it'll come out on the PC. Like it would be great if you know they they put out they put out uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Maybe they can put out Ghost of Tsushima, and I'll play it on the PC. Uh, have you guys seen the analog pocket? Like, have you ever seen one of those? Is that the thing you have to crank? It is not that. I don't remember <laughs> what that thing is called. That thing is it's goofy. I played one of those at PAX, and they are super fun. Um, like the analog pocket looks like a Game Boy, if like. Apple had designed the Game Boy. It's got that really like industrial clean lines, you know, gorgeous feel to it. So um, it will play Game Boy games, like actual physical cartridges from Game Boy games, Game Boy Color games, and Game Boy Advanced games. Um, but it'll play them at like a 1600 by 1440 resolution. So, I mean, the 29 inch monitor that I'm using right now also has a 1440 resolution. So it's, it's just one of the, it's like a phone screen where it has a super, super, super high pixel density. Um, and it just looks spectacular. So it's actually apparently 10 times the resolution of the original Game Boy. Um, but there are also modes that replicate the original look of that, even down to the like display glitches that you'd find on the original hardware. Um, moral of the story is it has been finalized. It's been kind of in this limbo of when's it going to be ready. It's going to be out uh, 2021 next year. Um, it does have a dock, which is like the uh, like the switch docks. So you can actually dock it. It'll USB-C connect to your TV uh, via HDMI, so you can play it on the big screen. Um, you can plug four controllers into it via Bluetooth or USB. Um, and like you actually will be able to buy a link cable for it, so you can play old link a bowl games if you I don't know somehow end up with two of them it's I don't I don't often get the urge to play an old Game Boy but like I have a bunch of Game Boy Color games I have a bunch of Game Boy Advance games it would be a pretty cool way to to play them and they're expensive like I don't I don't know actually yeah, how I was much just gonna say exactly, how much is it they're like a premium I think you pay um let's see they're available for pre-order so maybe i'll be able to see you know they're they're two hundred dollars so they're expensive but not it's not five hundred dollars they come in black and white um i don't know they're kind of sexy i kind of like them um but i don't i don't know if i i don't know if i like them that much um you can buy adapters for them though that you can actually plug a game gear into them you can plug neo geos into them you can plug an atari links into Why them would anyone so, plug a game gear into it like, yeah right well columns columns is i have good. a game gear and game gear games yeah. and i'm like yeah no don't don't bother yeah they make really cool stuff though um like they they, they have some really 
Um, like they they make a Nintendo system, they make a they like a Super Nintendo system um, that that's that are really well made and and very very well designed. So you know if it's, if if you like those kind of classic things without having to actually buy classic hardware, it's not a bad way to go. Uh, let's see what do we talk about next. So do you guys know about nukes in Metal Gear Solid Five? No. So. Um, really, the only reason people do know about nukes in Metal Gear Solid Five is because um, it. Uh, there's so here. Back up, back up, back up, back up. So in Metal Gear Solid Five, there are nukes, and you can create them and destroy them. And in I think 2018, um, all of a sudden, a bunch of PC players got this weird cutscene that they'd never seen before, and it was because it was a cutscene that was only supposed to play if. Every person in the game, like, nuclearly disarmed, um, this cutscene would play. And, and they're like, I don't, it, it's never going to happen. There's, there's you know, millions of copies of that game in existence. Um, and so, like, when would that, that ever happen? And, but they accidentally, it accidentally, there was a bug that caused it to play for PC people. So that's kind of why they knew it existed. Um, but on the PS3 there aren't that many copies of that game that are still active any longer. And so it's gotten lower and lower and lower. And apparently the other day it hit the point where there were no longer any nukes in Metal Gear Solid 5 on the PlayStation 5, uh, 3. And so that cutscene actually triggered for the first time on purpose, huh. which is kind of weird. Yeah, it's, 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 it's goofy and I don't exactly get it or the reason why because I've never played Metal Gear Solid 5, but I love the idea that it existed and they put it in and that it eventually triggered because there just aren't that many anymore. Like to put it in perspective. Um, so there, there are 40 nukes now in the PlayStation three version. Like it's, it's gone back up, but there are still 19,000 nukes on the PlayStation or the PC version and uh, 2,500 on the PS4. So it, it takes, it takes a community to get rid of, you know, nuclear arsenals on uh, video game systems. Huh. So kind of wacky, but it's kind of fun. All right. Uh, this is, I think the part everybody's been waiting for. I'm waiting. Contra. Yes. The board game. Board game. <laughs> so, um, the mashup you thought would never happen Con- or never thought of in the first place. Exactly. I rolled a six. Contra I get a came- spread. Yay. <laughs> so, what's the worst gun in that game? Is laser, it the laser. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the, you know, there's just the default pew pew gun, but, but the laser might be worse than the pew pew gun, to be honest. Or that, like, the, the weird, like, circular fire shot thing. Like, it was kind of cool, but yeah. also really hard to use. Anyway, um, that game came out 34 years ago for anyone keeping track in the arcade, wow. right? Um, and it came out a year later on the NES. It's good. Like, Contra's great, but I don't know why anyone thought it would make a good board game. It's uh, going to be for one to four players, um, and it is a co-op board game. So those players will need to work together to defeat the Red Falcon Army, um, as they are known. Uh, players will dodge hazards on the board and pick up new weapons, all to help defeat a boss. Um, it's card-based. Um, I don't... <laughs> Do you want me to read how the game works? Like uh, Polygon did an article on this. I could I could tell you how the, the turns go. Is that something that interests people? Do you think it's a lot? I, now that I'm looking at it, it's real long. <laughs> the, the, there's cards and there's dice and there's a bunch of fiddly little bits. The case it comes in does look like a Nintendo cartridge, so I'll give it that. Um, it actually looks kind of like 
the aesthetic is pretty is pretty cool. the aesthetic is very contra um which i guess is good um it's coming out next year it's gonna take between like an hour and two hours per contra game i don't know man I kind of go back and forth. It might be cool. It might be cool. You're more of a board game person than I am, Dylan. Does that look like something you'd play? Like someone brings that to your hey, house. You're like, yeah, sure, I'll play Contra. I, I mean, I'll try everything. Dylan would try any um, board game you bring least, to his house. At least once, and I'll give you an honest review. Good man, just like the best YouTubers. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, how, just make sure to smash that like and pound hit that, that bell, yo. And hit that bell so you know when to get notifications when i put something else on the internet good man what would you pay for contra the board game i don't know this seems like it's a premium price tag game does it does it, it does say? not say pre-orders uh go live the day this podcast come out so i'm trying to i can't quite 60 tell. Bucks? i'm gonna go i was gonna say about a 60 dollar game it right. looks like contra could be yours for which $60. is pretty i think pretty standard for your non- your non-classic uh, games like a Monopoly or a uh, a Scrabble. Scrabble. All right, uh, patrons. We love them. They're good people. Uh, they give us money so that we can do this podcast without it costing me money, which is good. I'm a fan. Uh, anyway, if you would like to support us, you can go to Bite Me Podcast. No, you cannot go there. You can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast <laughs> every week. Every week. Every time. Uh, and uh, give us a little coin so we can help pay for the podcast. Uh, we have a $1, $3, $7, and $10 tier. If you pay into the $10 tier, I will read your name. And, like, I'm going to do it right now. Brian Henniger, thank you. John Tippins, thank you. Austin Palmer, I think he followed us on Twitter the other day. Like, he's one of your buddies, right, Dylan? Yeah, good man. And Alan good Schulte, man. thank you, all of you, for your continued patronage. It means a lot to us. Again, go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Dylan, what are we doing now? Hey, yo, Vinny, I saw you streaming the other day. Now you're asking questions again. He, uh, he did some, uh... What do you want? He did some, uh... Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, he did some Fall Guy streaming, too. I hooked him up with a key, and he played some of that, so it's good stuff. He also streamed Grounded, so... Vinny, I've been streaming a lot of the same things lately. All right, Vinny says, what non-story-based video game would you like to see a story-based version of? So a video game that does not have a story, what would you like to... Uh, what, what one would you like to see a story added to? I think any of, like, the old classic games would be hilarious. I mean, let's be and, frank. Like... I, I want to, like... I still call me? I want to take... No, you are Frank now. We're all Frank. It's going to be real confusing. I'm like, I'm Frank, and this is my other brother, can I be Frank. Bratwurst? And yeah, you can be Bratwurst. That's fine. Um, like, I, I want to know what the actual story of the first Mario is. Like, why is a plumber looking for a princess? And why does he keep going to the castle? Why? Why, why, why? When she's a princess? Like, you've got to assume that somewhere like the Mushroom Kingdom had better people to send after her than a plumber? It's almost like you didn't watch the movie, yeah. Cliff. I did not. Um, I don't think the movie is Is, is the movie canon? I don't think the movie's canon. But you know what I mean? It's like you, You've got to figure there are probably there are probably knights. Is there even plumbing in the castle? I mean, most castles really don't have plumbing. But there's all these big pipes, but there's only Mario running through them. There's no water. Or sewage. Is that is that like 
is the fact that there's these big green pipes and Mario's a plumber, is that like related or is that just coincidence? Hmm, that's a good question. I want to know. I want to know why there are all these other castles, but that's not where the princess is. I want to know what Bowser's intentions are. Um, I mean, sure I think the thing is nothing good. It's not great. No, it's absolutely not great. I think he just um, wants to marry her. It's is that bestiality? Vibe. Well, that's kind of the premise of Odyssey, right? Kind of, yeah. I just but enjoy I mean, that. The that is kinda. the the you know Odyssey is just all about bestiality. It's all. It is. It. I mean, it absolutely is. He's some sort of giant. It's, well, marriage. It's marriage. Beast, essentially. He wants to marry her. Turtle dragon man. There's going to be a wedding. I want to know what happened in Mario 1, but I also very much want to know what happened in Mario 2. But I want like a, a, a Mario, Luigi, Wario, Waluigi movie. Yeah, I could get behind that. Like, where? what are these um, longer and fatter versions of these characters and why... Are they a lab experiment? Well, so so now I'm sure if I read some of the booklets from the games, they would tell me something. Mario and and uh, Luigi are brothers, obviously. With with Luigi yeah, Mario, being Mario, the younger, Luigi, Mario. exactly being the younger brother. Although they might be twins, but it is established that he is the younger brother. Regardless, are, are is who's the other Wa- Waluigi and what's the evil Mario? Wario, Wario, and Waluigi are they also brothers and twins? I would assume, unless this is like an extra dimensional thing. I don't know. See, there are a lot of questions here. Like, we have, this is deep. Well, it's like there's those answers if you go, like, a lot of the lore is just in the old manuals. Yeah. Like, that's how I found out about Boshi. Who? It's the, is it the evil Yoshi, I think? I would go with the bad Yoshi. I don't know. Yeah. Have you guys been paying attention at all to, like, that huge dump of... Um, Nintendo stuff like some hacker got a ton of old Nintendo stuff and has been dumping it on the internet. It's interesting. A lot of it's really interesting. I've not seen. Yeah, it. it's interesting. Um, like just a bunch of early dev stuff, a bunch of hacked things that you know people have never seen before. It's, Did it's, he get it from his? It's uncle? one of those. He he got it from his uncle. It's one of those things that like ethically there's some weird things around it because it was stolen from Nintendo and Nintendo is not pleased about it. But at the same time, like the stuff in it, especially to like archivists, is so interesting that they're having a really hard time going like, Oh, it's it's really too bad that this stuff was stolen, but it's so cool. Dylan's showing us his new cat and I love him. Her. Her. She's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Did you find that black cat or did you get it from somewhere? Um it was found at a place that you can adopt pets from. Okay. <laughs> so, no, we did not pull this one out of the bush. That's good. That's good. All right. Is there any uh, – What do you guys have any story, non-story-based video games that you'd like to see a story? Yeah, I think, like, most of the old SN- or NES games didn't have any sort of story. Stories yeah. at all. So. Yeah. I would love just to see, like, melodramatic versions of all of those games. <laughs> Why are we raiding this river? Like <laughs> – Imperialism. Like <laughs> Imperialism, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, Frogger. Why is that frog trying to get across the road? It's not safe, dumb frog. Why does All he right, drown in the water? Dave. Right? He's a frog. Why can't the guy from GTA swim? Why does he drown so fast? Yeah. Questions. The days when you couldn't swim in GTA. Right? Back in the day. Uh, 
Excuse me. Thank you, Vinny. Appreciate it. Uh, Mr. Polite says that hashtag gaming confession. I actually add the hashtag, but it's trending on Twitter, so there had to be a hashtag, right? Hashtag gaming confession sure. is trending on Twitter. So what is your gaming confession? What is the what is the thing that you would never admit about gaming? Never played the Dreamcast. Really? I haven't either, actually. Uh, I'm... I'm not a hundred percent sure I've ever played a GameCube. Like I'm really maybe. Did you ever play mine like, when I, I lived with you? Uh uh-uh. uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know. I I would say one of my my uh, things is I'm not really a huge fan of Mario as a yeah. series. Like I like the first three, four, but after that, like I just don't care. It's it's really. They're fine, but they all seem, with the exception of Odyssey, most of them seem kind of repetitive. Um, like the traditional Mario's, like the Paper Mario's, obviously are a little bit different. Um, have that kind of RPG, you know, aspects. But past that, meh, whatever. Um, same with Zelda. Like I haven't played any of them. Yeah, um, I played one and two, and Link to the Past, and then skipped all the way to Breath of the Wild. Didn't play any of the ones in between. I don't think I've finished a Zelda game. So I haven't either. They just never. They never keep me like. I always get excited and think it'll be the one, and it generally isn't. The only ones that I played with any amount of time were the N64 ones. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what else? I used to play WoW. Like, WoW was, like, heroin to me. Um, Like, WoW was one of those games that, like, I stopped playing because I was afraid it was going to lead to me getting fired from my job and getting divorced because it would be like that like no no i'm just i'm working over here and i'm actually playing wow or i was supposed to be working because it was my you know started playing wow my lunch hour and then i played for another two hours after that and <laughs> had to pretend i was working like i was but wow was dangerous for me but now look at the alternate universe where you did quit your job to play wow and wow playing wow became your job and you we're a professional WoW player. I don't think that exists, but that would be great. Yeah, the other you could be an esports WoW champion. There was the big bucks. There was a rumor this week that WoW was coming, like it had been rated in Brazil for the Xbox. I, the Xbox, not, they saw it's that. It's not true, and I was actually kind of bummed. I'm like, oh, I could play some WoW on the Xbox. I, could, I would get down with that if I could sit on the couch and quest. Right? Yeah. I I could I could definitely. Like it would be weird because like wow requires a keyboard and on top of your keyboard you need like seven other hot bars. Um here's the new wow Xbox controller. But I, yeah, right. I would love to see a like simpler version of wow, like same game just like a a simpler consoleified interface that you could just like hang out on. You probably could be do really that. Cool. I mean like typing you couldn't do, but you could probably do the like bar if you know you like you hold down a and it brings up a radial or something like that yeah yeah you could yeah, i think you could radials. make it work I but i i liked wow a lot i like i liked wow too much to be honest like it was it was a game i had to stop playing so any other gaming confessions not that i can think of all right uh on to princess megan okay you guys ready for a quiz not really Yes. I don't think I know the answers to any of these, which is why I'm glad I'm the one asking the questions. All right, number one, what was the name of the very first video game? I don't don't. know. I wasn't alive. You know, I just realized the the real failure of uh, of this thing is... 
She did not give me the answers. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to look these up as we go? No, let's see. Is the name of the first video game. This this is Pong, is, but I don't think Pong is correct. Nah, let's see. Yeah, like I played one that was actually on a um, uh, like an oscilloscope <laughs> the other day, like uh, at uh, at uh, PAX like last year. So, so apparently, in nineteen fifty eight, someone invented something that was similar to Pong, but was not Pong. Interesting. All right, I would have guessed Pong, but I wouldn't have thought it would have been correct i will give you but pong. for my only guess like that would be my guess if i was taking a quiz to try to get points all right question two what is the highest grossing game of all time so just wait arcade Birdie game. the brain was an arcade game of tic-tac-toe in 1950 oh, interesting yeah i'm sorry that is correct the highest grossing arcade game of all time um now does that actually mean like People put quarters Correct. into this arcade the game. The highest grossing all arcade game of all time, adjusted for inflation. <sighs> That's tough. It's actually not. It is absolutely. I, if you if you guess for me, because I probably did not play it in the arcade that we had. So you this absolutely game probably, probably doesn't. Have. I guarantee you have played this game in an arcade, probably. Guaranteed, probably. <laughs> is it uh, Street Fighter? It is not. Two. Good guess, though. See, I, that, it, is I, not, it is not a fighting game. That was kind of where I was going. Uh, Think older. Dra it's, uh, it's not dra That is absolutely the right Dragon's guess, Lair? but it's also not that. Dra it's not Dragon's Lair. Is it Dragon's, Dragon's Lair? Lair? Yeah. Yeah, it is not that, although that is also a very good guess. Uh, Double Dragon? Nope. Gold. Early 80s. Early 80s? Probably, yeah. Uh, Let's see, I don't know if this said when it was released. Was it Asteroids? Uh, very, very similar, but no. Um, blah, blah, blah. Do you just want me to tell? Galaga? Nope. 1980, Space uh, That was, uh, Pac -Man. I the second most. Pac-Man. Yeah. It is Pac-Man. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Why was I not even... My head wasn't even going to Pac-Man. I, uh, so I feel... This, I feel... That one got away. It's fair. Um, this one is actually asking uh, what countries have banned the original GTA, which would make me wonder if they mean Grand Theft Auto 3 or if they mean Grand Theft Auto one. 1. Um, I... I would guess it's the first one. I do not, like, GTA. looking here, I do not see any of the original Grand Theft Autos being banned. Um, I do see Grand Theft Auto 3 being banned a couple of times. Australia, so, Australia did. Like, probably most of the, like, Saudi Arabia, those kinds yep, of things. Those are actually the, the first two that are listed, Australia and Saudi Arabia. I, I want to say, was there, like, was Brazil one of them? Uh, oddly enough, but a Brazilian court recently blocked the sale of the latest installment. Yeah, because I Grand remember hearing something about from, Brazil, from Liberty yeah, City. Brazil banning it. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, all of the countries. I'm uh -huh. gonna go with Azerbaijan, yeah, it's, it's, mostly because I just yeah. like saying Azerbaijan. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So it's been it's been banned a couple times. Uh, number four. What was the name of the video game that featured Michael Jackson as the Moonwalker? 
Oh, it is that, isn't it? It is that. Interesting. All right. So there was there also a, a, a arcade version of Moonwalker. and you, I think I've played it, actually. Want to know what you were doing? No. Collecting children. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I, that wasn't like you were saving them, but you would go and. Collecting collect. is good mm. enough. All right. Uh, next question. Which actor voiced Sonic the Hedgehog in the 90s cartoon Sonic the Hedgehog? Urkel. <laughs> it is, in fact, Urkel or Jaleel White. Oh, I think that's his real name, isn't yep. it? Yep. Uh, he's a. Dude grew up to be a person that I am very surprised about. Uh, bonus question: Which musician composed the music for Sonic the Hedgehog three? For three, <laughs> uh, there's there's the weird rumor. Or no, was there's some sort of Michael Jackson? Where, that is correct. Yeah, but he didn't. <laughs> he reportedly composed portions of the yeah. soundtrack, but left the project and went uncredited. Yeah. So, I don't know. All right, that is our, our quiz. Colby, you guys did actually quite a bit better than I thought we would, so good job. Uh, thank you, Megan, for that. Charisma Icon wants to know, what is a show that you weren't interested in watching at first? This is a, like a TV show, but later uh, watched and fell in love with. Oh, TV show. My brain's mm -hmm. not working great. Yeah, it's, mm. it's okay. I get it. I... Does it does it count if you tried to watch a show and it didn't click, and then you tried watching it again and it absolutely? Did? Then Twin Peaks. Oh, right. I've, I I still have never. I, seen I've it. heard Twin Peaks is great watched, if you go into it assuming it's a soap opera. Yeah. Well, it is. Like it's, it's just like yeah. it is a soap opera. So it's like knowing that ahead of time is probably because it's mm. very soapy. Like it it very much plays on that. But interesting for. I we just finished watching the original Twin Peaks series before the we're gonna now we need to watch the movie and the new series. Nice. But I would upon rewatching it, I didn't like because I started watching it a couple years ago. But rewatching it now, I was like, did I even watch this show? <laughs> like. I was I watched and there were certain bits that I remembered, but then like it seemed like I was watching a completely different show. So for whatever reason, however I was viewing the movie, the show before it just was not working for me. Maybe I was just distracted or this or that. But we rewatched it and I was very we were very into nice. it. So yeah, I've heard that's good. I, I I would like to see it. I just have never quite gotten around to it. The ending is kind of crazy, but. I hear most it, of that show is kind of crazy. It's oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's very it's nuts. But yeah. have you have you made know? it to the movie yet? Is it Firewalk? No. Yeah. Firewalk with me. We're that's like up on our yeah. watch next list here pretty soon. But we're watching Star Trek: The Next Generation. Nice, that's a good show. The only uh, like I do it a ton with movies where I'll watch it once and go like, eh, I didn't really like that. And then watch it a second time yeah. and go like, oh, okay. The only yeah. TV show I can really think of that I did that with is Rome, the HBO show. Sure. Um, and that was mostly because I was watching it like week to week. And there was a lot of characters and a lot of characters with very Roman names who I didn't quite oh, get and so like i was like wait who are they talking about and so i kind of gave up on it and then i bought it on blu-ray because i got it on a really good deal 
and rewatched it. And when you can binge it, you don't go like, wait, who are they talking about again? Sure. Because you've, you know, and really enjoyed it. But I don't, Good. I don't do that a ton with TV. Ton with TV. Yeah. I, uh, I would say for me, it was the, um, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, and it wasn't necessarily that I was uninterested in it. Um, it was more that like my wife watched it, um, without me. Um, and like kind of told me about it. She's like, God, oh, it's about a, like a comedian in the fifties and it's really funny. Like, I'm like, all right. But she's like, you know, I've already seen it and eh, whatever. And, and like maybe four months ago, five. Mm, yeah. Like, like right at the start of the pandemic, she's like, we should just watch it. It's really funny. Like, I think you'd like it. And I'm like, eh, whatever, I guess. And, uh, we sat down and watched it and that, mo- that shows amazing it's on amazon prime and it's really funny um and a little bit sad and just like a great great kind of drama comedy that i i really liked so that was that was good so somehow not only did i like misread what this question was but also i guess misheard what the question was so i read it as like a show that you didn't like and then watched again and came back yeah didn't like weren't interested you know whatever Uh, i'm gonna still stick with rome like I will say um, one that probably could have been that way for me is actually the new series of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. um, because the first three episodes of the the like 2006 Doctor Who are not great. Um, it's kind of slow, especially the first episode. The first episode is almost bad, and um, its budget is slightly more than I you know like make yeah, in a like day two fifty. Yeah, like you could buy a thing of Girl Scout cookies yeah. with its budget. Um, that's the hardest thing. I, I've tried to watch Doctor Who and I can't it, watch it just for that reason oh, alone. The production I, value is... It gets better and the writing is, is so, so I watched oh, the, writing's so the good. first episode of The Stand last night, the 94, <laughs> and I was shocked. I'm like, these sets are so bad. And like this, this yeah. looks like it cost, you know, uh, maybe a million dollars for a four-part miniseries. And it's it's so weird to watch, um, a you know yeah. TV show or a miniseries from nineteen eighty four. It looked weird. Yeah, uh, I, Doctor Who has gotten significantly better, maybe with the exception of some of their CGI. Their CGI is still a little yeah. bit weak. Yeah, but I remember there being a T Rex. I think, and it it was bad. One of the most atrocious yeah. things I've ever seen. Yeah, the show itself though is so good. The writing of Doctor Who is absolutely spectacular although the writing on torchwood might be better um torchwood's also phenomenal so if you've never seen either of those like go do it uh call me handsome wants to know bring back a classic game show and have the host be kratos what game show is it and which video game mascots will be on the first episode um i would like to bring back the dating game with kratos (laughs) (laughs) um let's see who is he he's gonna get laura croft and she's going to be the the female contestant, and she is going to uh, decide if she wants to date Mario or Nathan Drake or they should have a lot in common. But Sonic they, I assume they would butt heads. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, or maybe maybe not Sonic. Maybe like Toe Jam and Earl. They'd take her out on a. Do- I assume Toe Jam <laughs> and Earl like come as a package, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you don't so. date Toe Jam or Earl. You date both. So that's that's what I'm gonna do. How about you guys? Poor guys. Your name is Toe Jam. <laughs> Let's see. Dylan's falling asleep um, on us. Yeah, I don't know what that was. That was weird. Um, 
I want to see more of a competition show with Kratos, like an American Gladiator yeah. or something, I think. Um, which, man, there's some crazy competition shows these days. Um, I don't know when these air on television, but if you scroll through Hulu or Netflix or whatever, and Netflix does some of their own now, like I think they have that The Floor is Lava Lava show, which somehow took this long for that to exist. I don't know how. Um, But the just the most ridiculous premises and like they're just slight mutations of game shows that were successful and you can see why... These ones aren't. Um, I, I don't know. I keep there's a lot of bad stuff out I there. I keep seeing like you know how every once in a while you'll watch like like look at this crazy Japanese game show and I'm like I think those people might be hurt. Um, yeah. There's a couple of them now that I'm like I think those people might be hurt. Don't we have like liability laws in this country anymore? Because that person I, they're not moving. Um, I don't know. I same. I don't know when it happened, but it scares me a little bit. So yeah, there was. A- we were watching this one the other day, and they literally just got like, like, whacked uh-huh. with something, or they were supposed to run through a door, but only one of them was a real door kind of thing, and they just, just get whacked. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, I don't like it, but I can see Kratos wow. doing that. Yeah, it'd be good. Yeah. How about you, Cole? I'm just gonna go with Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> I see Kratos to me seems more of a Wheel of Fortune kind of guy. Although I Drinking can see him being very dismissive Boy. when you get it wrong. <laughs> Just calls you boy. It's good. Or like right, where you where you have to talk about yourself. Just like you trying to describe what you do for a job to someone who's just glaring at you. Got you. I can get behind that. All right. Thank you, Eddie, for that question. Finally, last question up is Princess Mansox, our good friend Hans. He wants to know what is your favorite type of juice? Oh man. So cran raspberries pretty good. Raspberries pretty good. White grape juice, grape juice. Colby and I and my wife and a few of our pineapple friends, juice. Pineapple juice is top shelf. Uh, probably seven years ago, I'm gonna say because I still lived in Utah. Juice. That is it. Brought uh, our friends went um, camping at this lake up in northern Utah and brought back a bunch of like weird booze and one of them was just called juice. I think juice, but it was it wasn't spelled like juice. J O O. I thought it was just J U I C E. Maybe I don't know. It was like the maltiest of malt liquor. <laughs> um, it was terrible. But my wife, who does not drink almost ever, um, we gave her a shot of it, and she, <laughs> like, the video of her taking a shot of it and then almost dying and saying that it tastes like lighter fluid, um, was very good. So I think juice is actually my favorite juice, even though I tasted it and it tasted it was awful. like kerosene. It was, it was terrible. I'm going to go with um, all juice is just okay. Like, I don't have a favorite really? and I don't really mm. I don't really drink juice. So In the Discord, I, I asked Hans if uh, human blood was a type of juice because you get it by squeezing people. That's actually the juice mm. is what I'm referencing is someone being ripped apart to drink the blood. Oh. It's from uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, interesting. I thought we were talking about uh, weird booze. Nope. Uh, my favorite type of juice is actually probably cranberry. I like cranberry juice a lot. Get so. a lot of bladder infections. It's very dry. No, I just really like cranberry juice. I think it's really good. I like the kind of tartness of it. I do like freshly squeezing orange oh, juice. Oh, yeah. That was I, my grandpa. And like, if you stayed at his house, that was the best part is he's fresh squeezed orange juice every morning. Yeah. Is uh, Does lemonade count? 
Is sure. that a juice or is there enough? Do you add enough sugar I've got to it news that... for you. All juice is just <laughs> added sugar. Well, when I fresh when I fresh squeeze my orange juice, there's no sugar. Have you, just orange have juice. Have you ever had like fresh squeezed lemonade like made from actual lemons? Oh, my mom made some the other day good? and it was fantastic. I, I, t- oh, I take my yes. answer back. Limeade's awesome. Limeade is I very good. I love limeade too. I like limeade a lot. Raspberry limeade? Yeah. I like almost all juices, to be honest. I think they're all delicious, but I particularly like cranberry. Uh, thank you, Mr. Mansox. Appreciate it. Uh, we're going to talk about cheap free games now. Cheap free. I kind of buried the lead on this one. Maybe no, actually the opposite. What is what is the opposite of buried the lead? Gave away the lead? I don't unburied um, the lead. Dug up the lead. Dig. Dug up the lead. Dig up the rear. I dug up the lead, but it's not. It's it's lead. L e d e. So. I don't know. Um, L-E-D-E? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not like mm-hmm. L-E-A-D. Like, it's not the person in front. It's... it's. Well, what's the... I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I just... Uh... Anyway, I told, I said this earlier. Fall Guys, Ultimate Knockout, that super cool Battle Royale American Gladiators game that I played all weekend is going to be free on PlayStation Plus. Um, the only downside with this that I guess I know of is that um, there is no crossplay on that, so you cannot play with friends on the PC, which is a bit of a bummer. We were all hoping it would. Um, the other PlayStation Plus game this month is Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two, which I, I think that's relatively recent, isn't that? Isn't that like new? Like, didn't that just get remastered and re-released? Um, yeah, a little. Yeah. yeah, I think so. But time's an illusion, so maybe right. Was... I, I swear that was one of the ones that came out. It was like forty bucks, and people are like, "What?" No, no, this was the one where they just dropped it, and we're like, "Here it is," and people are like, yeah. "Oh, huh, okay, cool, thanks." The first one was the anyway, one that's that was like forty dollars. Ah, uh, there you go. All right, so Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. I think people like that. I, I hope you do. Uh, Xbox Game of the Gold is a little weird this month. Um, Portal Knights is going to be August first to the thirty first. Yeah. That game's actually pretty cool. It's uh. Kind of Minecrafty. Yeah. Colby and I and my kid played it for a couple hours one time. It's fine. Um, I don't. It wasn't exciting, but it was good enough. Um, Override Mech City Brawl is probably some sort of mech game that I don't know anything about. It's out uh, August sixteenth to September fifteenth. Man, September already. That's crazy. Coming. Uh, MX Unleashed. I think is a. It's a three sixty motocross. Yeah, motocross game. So if you like racing bikes, that might be for you. And Red Faction Two. Um, have you did you play the Red Faction games, Cole? Uh, back I in did. the day. Yeah, they're, they're pretty all right, as I recall. I don't think I've ever played one, but I've I've remember hearing okay things so about much them. So much yeah. destruction. Yeah, that was the one that had the the in, the destructible environments. Was, in was it. Yeah. this one? Good. Red Faction Two. Yeah, it was the Mar- I think that's the one set on Mars. Oh, very cool. Yes. Yeah, I guess the Red Faction would would kind of make sense then. I don't know. I don't know, man. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, Game Pass this month. Like The only thing announced for Game Pass at this point is that Microsoft Flight Simulator is coming out for the PC. Um, a couple of things have come out that you might not have seen, though. Um, like Colby was saying, Carrion did come out. Uh, Forager came out. Um, Grounded that I talked about came out yesterday. And then there's another game that I have never heard of. Like It wasn't in any announcements, and it's called Nowhere Profit. Um, it's some sort of weird card game. It, like I looked at the screenshots and I have no idea what kind of game this is, but it's it's some sort of card type game. Um, those all came out for the Xbox and the PC. Noah Profit as well. Grounded, Carrion, um, all came out on that as well. So a lot of a lot of games coming out on both. Um, but they have not really released what games are coming out in August. Um, Destiny Two 
Um, this is actually kind of cool. One of the things they announced in that big Microsoft stream is that Destiny 2 and all of its expansions up until now, plus the one that's coming out next month, are going to be on Game Pass. Um, but I think that's September. Like, I actually, it looked like it was going to be uh, this month, but I think it's actually September. So that's that's kind of cool if you like Destiny and haven't picked up some of the most recent expansions. Good stuff. Uh, Epic Game Store this month, or actually this week, sorry, is 20XX, which is... Is that like a Mega Man kind of game, as I recall? It looks like yeah. It. So you might uh, you might like that. Um, they are also going to give away Barony, which I think is like a, a kingdom simulator. If that's kind of your thing, they're absolutely not my kind of thing, but I'm sure some people like those. And uh, Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery, which I've heard great things about, but I've never played, is also coming out. Uh, last thing this month is uh, the Raw Fury Humble Bundle, which has some kind of cool games in it. Um, I think we've probably played some of these as, you know. We played Tormentor X Punisher. Yeah, Tormentor X Punisher. At PAX, which was actually quite fun, but. Punishing. Crazy. And also like that kind of game that was like, dude, you know how we can make some of the extreme? We're going to say the F word a lot. Um, yeah. Which is actually how yeah. I live my life, to be honest. So that's fine. Um, it was cool. It's like a twin stick bullet hell shooter, as I recall. Uh, yeah, you can get it for a exactly. You can get it for a buck. You'll get a uh, Kathy Rain, which is some sort of detective story, um, and Goner Blueberry Edition, which I actually played last week for a very small amount of time. Um, it's gorgeous and really cool, and I could absolutely not tell you anything about it nope. besides that, like, you're <laughs> a little thing with a gun, and you shoot other little things until you run out of bullets, and then you die. And then there's a whale. And there's a whale, and then you come back to life, and then you die again. I don't know. I just died a lot, but I got 50 Microsoft Rewards points for it, so I guess that's cool. But, like, visually, that game's really cool. And it, it, I mean, it's a roguelite, or roguelike, maybe. Um, it struck me as a game that if you were willing to put the time into it, there's probably something very cool there. I just was not. Um, it's on Game Pass if you want to try it out. Uh, for more than the average, which is 7 bucks right now, you can get Whispers of a Machine, which is uh, a point-and-click game. Kingdom's New Land and Kingdom Nothing Lasts. Um, those Kingdom games are weird, and I do not understand them. Uh, they're like these strange role-playing games that make absolutely no sense, but a lot of people really like them. So maybe, again, if you're more patient than I am, you might be able to figure it out. Uh, for 12 bucks, you can get a game called Mosaic, which I actually played on the iPad um, or the iPhone. Mosaic was, was really cool, just kind of a narrative uh, story game that I thought was really neat. Um, Night Call, which is a, another... Uh, like narrative game where you play a taxi driver and and give people rides around and, and learn their stories and such. It looked cool. It's got a serial killer um, kind of vibe to it. And then a game called Bad North, which is adorable. I've never played it, but I've seen like gifts of it all the time. It's like this little your um, I think it's like a like a kind of strategy survive or a strategy. Um, not RTS exactly, but that kind of idea um, where you're a bunch of little teeny guys trying to attack other teeny little guys. It looks really cool, actually. Um, and then for 15 bucks, you can get uh, Kingdom Two Crowns, which is the newest Kingdom game. Again, I don't understand those, but I'm sure someone does. So for 15 bucks, you can get a bunch of games. It's some pretty good stuff uh, from the Humble Raw Fury bundle. That's going to be on sale for like, almost another two weeks, so you can have a little time to pick that up. All right, I think that's everything. You guys have anything interesting before we Do you want me to open stop up being my interesting? Oh yeah, let's see if Colby's is expanding and breaking. Okay, I'm going to find out. It is perfectly fine. Okay. Is that is that a slim? I don't know. 
It's, it's a pss, 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 pss. Yep, Colby is still Sp- capable of calling cats. Those are really cool, man. Like, the PSP is a neat I system. I wish, I, like, I lost the cord for it. And I don't know if they still are, but, like, cords were stupid expensive for them for some reason. Yeah, um, that's dumb. And so I couldn't play it, but now I found there's, a like, a multi-core that charges Vita and the... Pss, 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 and, oh, and you have both, don't you? Yep. Pss, pss, pss. And so nice. I was thinking Very about cool. getting that. So I can watch... The UMD that was inside this case that I'm not sure what it is. Let's find out. The UMD of Final Fantasy? I don't know. All right. Yeah, all good. All right. Uh, If you want to hear more of Colby's shenanigans, you can follow us at BiteMePodcast.com. You can follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, BiteMePodcast. You can come to our Discord. Um, you know, I actually meant to talk about this earlier, but I didn't, so I guess hopefully you're still listening. Um, hopefully Colby's PSP reveal was enough to get you to this point. Uh, our 200th episode Ooh. is in, like, I mean, I guess eight weeks, nine weeks. I think it's going to be like September 24th-ish, if I recall, um, or thereabouts. Um, Yeah, well, no, I think it actually would have come out September 26th. Maybe, oh, I'm looking at August. That's why none of these dates make sense. Yeah, I think our our 200th episode would have been Thursday, uh, September 24th. And so we're actually thinking about doing some sort of like big to-do. We're actually thinking about doing like a big Zoom call where... We're going to play games, and we'll record it, and we'll live stream it, and that'll be our podcast. It's probably going to be awful, um, but maybe not. Maybe it'll be great. Who knows? But maybe it'll be fun if you're there. Yeah, and so what I would say is if you're not in our Discord, you're going to want to come get in our Discord because that's where there is a 200-episode channel already. That's where we're talking about things, what we're going to do. That's probably where we will plan it. That is probably where you'll get the notification to be in it. So if you're not in our Discord, you should be in our Discord so you can be on our 200th episode. It'll be fun. Um, or maybe not. Who knows? Uh, tentatively planned for Saturday, uh, Sunday the 20th, um, probably at like one Pacific, four Eastern, but that is very, very, very tentative at this point in time. So come see our Discord, bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. Uh, you can join our Extra Life team. Extra Life is going to happen whether we like it or not. Um, bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life. Finally, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash bitemepodcast. Is that all? That's Dylan, it. do it. You can't hear my fan like obnoxiously loudly, can you? Is that what that noise is? No, I'm just I mean, really? Yeah. <laughs> I, it's it's quite a bit behind me. I honestly don't hear anything. Yeah, and I've got it on really low, but God, this room is a fucking. Yeah, it's. I can hear that fan. It's a really quiet fan, and it's about eight feet behind me. Can you hear the fan when it's on my low? No. My low? My low. And Otis? Milo's a dog? No, I can't hear it at all. I wonder if I should leave that on. Yeah. You can leave that on. I, I can't hear it at all, and I can, I'm can. i sure if I catch a little bit of it, I can... 
I can take it out. I may turn it um, off later, but sometimes this room gets hot. No, like, just leave it, like, what I would say is if you're going to put it on, leave it on for the entire time. Otherwise, the noise reduction's wonky. Mm. Um, and probably don't have it rotate. Like, just have it on. Yeah, no. With as hot as it is, though, like I think last night when we went to bed, well, on Monday night when we got home, it was seventy nine in our house. Night, oh wait, uh, yeah, and then like I think my office is usually two or three degrees warmer than that, so I don't like it. But such is life. All right, all righty then. Should we do game releases first? Sure. All right. I'm going to see if I can download actual movies off of a porn website like you can on YouTube. I'm sure you can. Yeah. I can figure that one out. Are you trying to get a Neil Breen movie or are you trying to get a porno? Uh, it is called Undercover. It is not a porno. Not oh, under Disappointing. Hmm. All right. <clears throat> I did see the new Leisure Suit Larry game. I have a key for that. I, I think there's one. another new one. Oh, another it, one? Not Wet Dreams May oh, Die? Oh, yeah. It is. It wet, wet Dreams Don't Die. Which yeah. It is, like, okay, it is that one. I actually have a Steam key for that. Now, I think. Oh, Jesus. What, what? Who was, like, you know what we need? <laughs> Absolutely nobody. Whoever owned the uh, Leisure Suit Larry. Is this, like, one of those, like... You know, no one blank. Whoever owns Aww. Leisure Suit Larry, we should make a new one. Yeah, even the dude who made Leisure Suit Larry, I don't think is involved in Leisure Suit Larry anymore. So, I don't know, whatever. Uh, did you play anything this week, Dylan? Um, I did play a little Fury Unleashed. Fury Unleashed. Yeah, that's that game that I talked about a little while ago. All right. On Switch. I also played the new Keyforge set. I don't know what that is. The card game made by Richard Garfield. Oh, nice! Not artifact that every deck is different. I am excited to hear about that. Does he hate Mondays too? But love lasagna. A different guy, but yeah, very similar. All right. Uh, Where is this? Patrons. You cannot download them in the same way. Here we go. Maybe. 